Welcome to Friends in Prison. I'm Claire Aronson, and I have 29 friends in prison. I have lots of favorite pen pals. I'm one of those people who has a million best friends. And so um, those pen pals who are not my favorite are just pen pals I'm still getting to know until they are my favorite. But today I want to talk to you about Daniel and uh, really, I think, introduce you into the reason why he's one of my favorite pen pals. Last November or so, I decided I wanted more pen pals. I'm going to my post office box and it's empty and it's frustrating and disappointing to go and check the box and not see anything there. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll write to a couple more people. And I did that. And then again, I went and checked my mailbox. And again, I think maybe there was one letter, you know, but it had been a couple days. And my goal is to have one letter per day. Well, at that point, I had just introduced myself to some new pen pals. So I didn't know if they were just about to start writing me and if they would be the kind of pen pals who like to write several times a week. So I didn't want to overcommit myself. I don't want to get myself into a position where I can't respond to the people I've already initiated contact with. But I had some free time and I wanted to write. So I wrote out like a Christmas letter or a holiday letter. Not all of my pen pals are Christians. So, um, of course, you can wish a Merry Christmas to somebody who's not a Christian, right? Um, so I'd already done that. And I was going, well, what do I do now? If I don't want to get in over my head, and I've already sent out extra letters, um, and I do, let me just go off on a sidebar for a second and recommend if you have a pen pal, don't just sit around waiting to get a letter from them. You should certainly, once a month or so, send off an extra letter. If it's Christmas, send everybody a letter. Don't start out with something like, I haven't heard from you in a while. Just say, I'm so excited to wish you a happy holiday. I'm thinking about you. This made me think about you. It reminded me of you. Um, you can do Christmas. I send out letters at Valentine's Day, but I call it Valentine's Day because I just don't want there to be any misconception that I'm initiating a romantic relationship with any of my pen pals. Um, you can do St. Patrick's Day and just send off a couple of funny jokes. Um, Easter, over the summer, you can wish them a happy solstice. Fourth of July, there's always Labor Day, Veterans Day, Memorial Day, Martin Luther King, King Kamehameha Day. There's, of course, Thanksgiving. I just sent out my Thanksgiving letters. I just want you to remember, in the pen pal relationship, you might have a more meaningful role to them than they have to you initially. And that's just to say that, you know, when, when I'm depressed, I can treat myself to a nice meal or a bubble bath, or I can call my mom, or I can have some, you know, girlfriend time. And my pen pal doesn't have that option if they're just feeling down. There might be a specific reason why they can't write back to you if they're sick they can't tell you that they're sick, and that's the time when they need correspondence the most. If they are in the solitary housing unit, the shoe, they might not have access to their belongings, so they're not going to have your address, and they're not going to be able to write you. 
But if you write to them, if you send an unsolicited letter, an extra letter, then they're going to have your address again and they're going to be able to uh, start up that correspondence. Also, if they're in the shoe, it is such a depressing place to be that even if they had your address, they might just not feel motivated to send you a letter until they get a couple of pieces of correspondence from you. So especially if you know that your pen pal is sick or you know that your pen pal is in solitary or there's something else going on with them, send them an extra letter. That being said, last year in November, I had already just done this. So I'm trying to decide what do I do with my extra time, burn off this energy. So I went to my favorite pen pal site, not a sponsor, writeofprisoner.com. And I searched for people who had birthdays in December. December birthdays are strange enough in the real world, let's call it, where you kind of get overlooked because everybody's getting ready for Christmas and they're traveling and they're putting up decorations and they're just distracted. So I imagine that it is even more difficult to have a December birthday when it's compounded with the fact that people may have forgotten about you when you're in prison or they, you know, or they don't know how to broach the subject. So I sent off a couple of letters. I think it was five. It might have been eight. And it was some birthday jokes. And I drew a goofy little picture of a cupcake. And I said, there's no need to write back. I just wanted you to know that somebody was thinking of you and wishing you well. Have a happy birthday and a really wonderful year. And that's when I got a letter back from Daniel. And Daniel was like, uh, thanks. Why would you find my address on a pen pal site and then tell me not to write you back? And I, I realize I am writing you back. And so I'm not going to hold it against you if you don't answer this question, but you got to know that's strange, right? So um, I unfortunately don't have a copy of that particular letter. If I find it, I will read that one to you. But here is my response to him. Hi, Daniel. I have several pen pals from writeaprisoner.com, like 10, but you know how it is. It takes a week or two for letters to go back and forth. Last month, I checked my mailbox and it was empty. Then the next day, empty again, except for, you know, junk mail and bills. I thought I'd write to more people, but I'm scared that I might get too many pen pals and disappoint them by not writing back. That's why I looked for someone with an upcoming birthday and wrote no need to write back. But I'm so glad you did. I'm a 40-year-old married mother of four. I live down the street from my parents, so I take care of them and my children. Right now, my oldest, Cassie, is singing Christmas carols at a retirement community. I'm listening, I swear, and waiting on a nearby bench. So uh, Daniel responded to me. This is uh, last December 20th. Claire, hey, how are you doing? I am okay. I'm just sitting in my cage trying to answer a few letters as I got the holiday blues and let mail pile up on me. I was really glad that you wrote me back. As I was very confused, as you would say not to write back, I understand now, and I too am glad that we started writing to each other. I hope that you continue, but as you have a lot of pen pals, I am sure that you may get busy at times. If you ever decide to stop writing, there won't be any hard feelings. I know all too well how it is and how that goes. I've been in the system for quite a while. 
That's cute that you were writing while listening to Cassie sing. My little niece sings in the choir and does this thing on the square in Staten every year. I go to listen to her sing, I swear. <laughs> well, it sounds as though you fill your days with all sorts of positive stuff. That is really cool. Happy birthday! I'm not sure what day exactly your birthday falls on since you didn't say. What day is it? I do have my own typewriter, so a little sidebar. Uh, this is my only pen pal who owns his own typewriter. I have another pen pal who writes on a typewriter in a common room, um, but Daniel's letters and envelopes always come typewritten. So back in we dive. Uh, this was my Christmas slash birthday present from my whole family. They all pitched in so I could buy it. It costs $225, so it was really cool that I was able to buy it. I suck at writing by hand, so this is a huge blessing. Plus, I do other things with it, like make parole packets for others and type up legal work. But yeah, my typer is in my cage with me. I live in a two-man cell since this is an ID unit. That just means that it's longer-term facility. We have, we have radios, hot pots, etc. Other units there are just transfer facilities, and they're not allowed to have any electronic appliances. This unit is great for church and Cairo's program. I do go to classes that are church-related, and I attend AA every Friday. My job here is as a teacher's aide in the college computer repair technology class. I basically do server admin and networking for the class. I build web pages for our intranet and try to give the class a feel for how things will be upon their release, such as filling out applications online and so forth. Everything is web-based, so me being able to code and do web page design helps the class. I like to think that I'm an asset to them, but in reality, they could hire any number of people to do my job. I just have skills that a lot of people don't. I used to work in the computer recovery plant here, but they shut it down due to people doing stupid... <clears throat> excuse my language. Uh, it really sucks that they shut it down because it was a great place to learn skills for the future. I guess, I guess crazy being the new normal to me is like I see the direction the world is going in. And in my opinion, it is crazy. Most people don't live normal lives anymore. Things that were once never seen are all over the place and accepted. I myself, like people with uh, people that look different, people with tattoos and so forth, I myself have quite a few tattoos. But when I got them, they were just beginning to be accepted. The whole world is moving away from God, and I don't see how we can fix it. I am a Christian, by the way. I have some different views than some, and don't judge people the way that I see some Christians do. God came for the broken, though, right? So thank you for the recipe. You know, it's funny that you sent me a recipe when I love to cook. I even wrote a prison cookbook once. It didn't sell well, so it was taken down from Amazon. <laughs> Go figure. Anyway, Merry Christmas. I hope that you have a great New Year, too. I'll be thinking about you and hoping to get another letter. Your friend, Daniel. So, I think, as I've turned the page, this appears to be the letter that I sent him before the one that I just read to you. Uh, explaining who I was and a little bit more about myself. I like to read, mostly stuff you'd find on Oprah's book club list. I volunteer at the kids' schools, church, and the Humane Society. I only get to play with the dogs once a month or so. I like photography, but I don't have a lot of time for that nowadays. I like to watch TV and keep busy at the same time, like folding laundry or writing like this. I like to listen to podcasts and do boring stuff like jog or clean house. 
I have a January birthday, so I get Christmas gift baskets on clearance as gifts, and that's just fine with me. It's just hard to have a party. People are either traveling or tired out from Christmas and New Year's. Do you have your own typewriter? I imagine it's in a common room. Do you get to do anything else? I don't know, exciting? Like working out, classes, church? I don't know. Excuse me. I don't know exactly what you mean about crazy becoming the new normal. I've never been arrested, but sometimes I feel lost in overwhelming normal lists. Today, I drove the kids to school and their bus stop. My girls go to a school uh, that's about 30 minutes away, so their bus stop is about four miles away. <coughs> then I ran errands for three and a half hours. Then I taught religious ed, rushed home, grabbed Cassie, and came here. I rush and rush and rush, I, but I'm just keeping up, not getting ahead, not accomplishing anything interesting. Cassie has a potluck Christmas party on Thursday. I like to make a seven-layer salad for potlucks. That way I don't have to worry about keeping anything warm. My mom did a favor for somebody in the 70s to get a hold of this recipe, but I share it with you for nothing. And here for all of you who are getting ready for potlucks. Well, maybe just your own family Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. One head of iceberg lettuce chopped. Two stalks of celery chopped. I peel the celery first. I think the real recipe calls for more celery, but I keep it light. The real recipe calls for a chopped green pepper, but I've never included it. I've got one, so maybe I'll try a little this time. A fourth of a chopped onion, four hard-boiled eggs chopped, a pound of frozen peas, one cup of mayonnaise spread over the top, two tablespoons of sugar sprinkled evenly, eight ounces of shredded cheddar. It must be shredded at home. Store-bought shredded cheddar dries out, and at least one pound of bacon. It is layered exactly as I have read it to you. It's refrigerated overnight. I find that it's better one more day later, so this time I'm making it two days early. I wonder if I should toss it early too. Merry Christmas, Claire. So that is my friend, Daniel. I think I've got to find you one more letter. We've got five more minutes. And he has always done things like referred to his cell as a cage. Um, he refers to his cellmate as his celly. And he has always been very open with me about his feelings um, of depression and um, things like that that I find really intriguing that you would be so open with your pen pal. When I asked him, hey, can I read letters from you on my podcast? He said, of course. In fact, you should link my address below. Let's see if I can get some more pen pals. I will tell you that I've been writing to Daniel for almost a year, but it feels so much longer. In fact, we recently talked about that fact that I thought that it was longer. And the reason that it feels longer is because he is one of those pen pals that I have several letters going back and forth with. So we have conversed a lot. He has always been a gentleman, always treated me like a friend, maybe a cousin. And I just want to put that out there because I think some people are afraid when they write specifically to men, single men who are in prison, they're afraid that maybe there's some ulterior motive or at some point he's going to hit on you. <coughs> Excuse me, but that is not the case. All right. Um, 
I printed out Daniel's profile. So this may have been updated since this time. What I like to do, I'm a real ink and paper kind of person. I mean, maybe you can tell that by the fact that I still use snail mail instead of the email services that are available to write back and forth with prisoners. But what I like to do when I get my letters is I put them into a file folder so that if I get a letter and I don't understand, sometimes people will respond to a joke or to a story and I'm like, huh, what did I say to that person? Uh, I can go back and I can look at the letters. And how do I have my letters? I make a photocopy of my letter before I send it off and I keep the photocopy. Of course, if we go through more of my letters from Daniel, one time I sent him the photocopy and he was like, this seems really weird. This looks photocopied. And I was like, um, yeah, yeah, it is photocopied. So here it is. I keep a letter of all, a copy of all of my letters to you and I keep all of your letters. And that way, like I said, if, if they're answering a question and I'm like, I don't totally understand the answer. What was my question? I can go back and I can see what question I asked. My other issue, since you know I have 29 pen pals in prison, is that sometimes I'll think, oh my gosh, this is such a great story. Have I told this story yet? And so I have to go back and double check. I don't want to be in repeats. But you know what? You do that in normal conversation. You can be on the phone and retell somebody a story. So it's not the worst thing in the world. All right. So here is Daniel's profile from last December. Hi. Thanks for checking out my profile. I'm looking for someone to pass time with. I want to laugh and smile. I plan to make you laugh and smile as well. This is a two-way street. Why is everyone so serious all the time? So this is not my first time in prison. Please do not let my past or what you can find about me online dissuade you from writing me. I'm open about my past and would love to tell you all about it. It is colorful, that's for sure. I may not be able to tell you what you should do in life, but I can tell you what I did and how it ended up for me. If ever there was an example of change, though, I'm it. My passions are very widely scattered. I love computers. I'm secretly a geek. I also love cars, fishing, motorcycles, and books. There's that geeky side again. I'm currently reading Morganville Vampires. Yes, I love Twilight. Don't judge me. Another passion of mine is cooking. At home, I love to make a meal from scratch and feed my family. My niece is my guinea pig. She loves my cooking. Family is important to me. I love my mom. My son is amazing and I'm really proud of him. I have a full blood bully named Pearl who is my baby. A really fat baby, about 120 pounds. Write me to find out more. Smile. If you do use JPay to contact me, please be sure that you put your mailing address in the body of the message or I won't be able to write you back. So that is my friend Daniel. So you've heard a little bit about the fact that he enjoys cooking and I sent him the recipe for my seven layer salad. He sent me a recipe for a chicken casserole. So I cooked the casserole for my whole family and took a picture of myself with the casserole to send to him. Um, as a side note, I don't usually take pictures of my kids to send to pen pals, but I take pictures of myself to share with my pen pals. And on my pen pals profiles, 99% of them have a photograph on their profile. So I know what they look like. Now they know what I look like. So my husband was like, what are you doing? Why are you sending your pen pal a picture of the casserole that you made for dinner? Like, isn't that cruel? He's eating cafeteria food and you're like, look at this delicious home-cooked meal. And I was like, well, it's not me out at a fancy restaurant. 
it's me cooking the meal that he gave me the recipe for. And so I wrote to him about that. And he said, yeah, it's great. I want to hear about the recipes. I want to hear about the things that you try, the things that you like, what you didn't like, what you changed. So you will find different things that you're going to bond with your pen pal over. And it might be cooking. And that might feel weird. You know, it might be the vampire books. Um, it's strange that he should mention the Morganville vampires. I didn't realize. I've never read that book or um, series of books, if it is a series. There is someone named Claire in the series, and her nickname is Claire Bear. So Daniel later starts calling me Claire Bear in his letters. Simultaneously, another pen pal of mine, maybe two other pen pals of mine, so that's like 10%, started calling me Claire Bear. So you are welcome to call me Claire Bear. I think it's a great nickname. I wish I had a nickname for Dan, for Daniel. I don't know. Uh, Dan the man is the only thing that comes to mind. And when I talked to him about the Claire Bear reference, he said, you got to read this book. It's right there in the book. And uh, so I think it's a great nickname. I'll, I'll come up with a nickname for Daniel at some point. Um, if you would like to write to Daniel, please do. There is a link in the description below to his address. But if you uh, don't want to bother with that, you can just grab a pen and pencil. You can write to him at Daniel Chandler, C-H-A-N-D-L-E-R. He's in the Clemens unit, C-L-E-M-E-N-S. And the address is 11034 Highway 36, Brazoria, Texas. That's B-R-A-Z-O-R-I-A. And the zip code is 77422. Now, maybe you realize something is missing, and that is his correctional identification number. So, after his name... Daniel Chandler, you're going to want to put his number. Remember, you do this on the envelope and in the body of the letter, and that number is 01776312. It would be so great if he got more pen pals. Now, uh, hopefully, he'll still have time to write to me. Hopefully, you will still have time to listen to this podcast. I want to thank you for liking, for subscribing. Tell everybody you know that they have got to tune in. They've got to learn more about Daniel. They've got to learn more about pen pals in prison. I want you to uh, leave a review. If you've got a question, I'm here to answer it. And as always, I hope that you will find your own friends in prison.